Thank you guys for your prayers. I want to say thank you specifically to um, Rick Cross. He sent me a text this morning and said that the Lord used him to, to win someone to the Lord and they possibly will show up on Sunday. And um, I, I want you to know that this is the most wonderful um, day of the year for Christians. Uh, Easter is the day for celebration. I'll tell you a little bit of my, my background. Um, I was a stereotypical, I would say, uh, a California kid. And uh, when I grew up, I came out to South Carolina to get educated. Um, and I, I didn't really understand what I believe is the heart of our, our celebration. And by the way, if you hear any whining going on, it's because of this. Not only do we have a new baby, we have a new puppy. So um, the new puppy is also learning. So I, I had to bring the puppy to the church. It's not my church, but I, I brought the puppies because uh, we couldn't leave her alone. And, and Maria's up in the hospital, just all kinds of stuff going on. Um, back to the uh, story here uh, to prep for where we're going to go in the scriptures. And I went over to the Holy Land and I, I, I met a, a number of um of um, Israelite uh, individuals, and they invited me to their, um, um, I guess I would say their uh, party. And I saw, I, I, I saw them just totally involved with celebration. And I said, this is so different from what we're used to. Now we'll celebrate uh, some of us who are, um, involved with uh, different games and we play games and then we celebrate. And I started saying, what about Christians celebrating the fact that Jesus is alive? He is our God and he is, he is risen, you know, that type of stuff. And so we started about 10 years ago, uh, moving in a, a new direction as far as our church is concerned to help our children be able to celebrate and rejoice and um, just be excited over the fact that, Jesus is alive. He is risen. He is risen indeed. And um, letting the world see um, us celebrate that because it's the greatest, uh, I think it's the greatest event in human history um, as far as the uh, resurrection of Jesus Christ. So we started small and it has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. And um, we, uh, we had this whole theological discussion. Is it okay to do Balloons, and <laughs> but you don't find the word balloons in, in scripture, so you got a real problem at the very beginning. But what transpired was um, we started reading in the Book of Psalms, where you know it just says, uh, like in Psalm one fifty, use any instrument you can find, but praise me with the lyre and with the cymbals, and praise me with those things, and don't use them. Think those are you know th these are good or these are bad type of thing, but. Praise me with everything that you have, whether it's a tree, hollowed out tree that you bang on, whatever you have, praise the Lord with it. Sing a new song unto the Lord. And so we started in that direction. And basically what we do is on, on, on Easter, we just, we go out, I'm going out this afternoon and buying confetti cannons. And we didn't know the effect that it would have on our kids, but what's transpired is our children have grown up and, and the, their favorite day at church every year is Easter. And that's exactly what the, we want them to be involved with. 
And so all of that is this, it's, it's amazing to me when, when uh, Rick asked me to give the devotional today in, in my head, I went, well, that's good Friday. Um, and it's just before Easter. Okay. Let's just be straight up and be honest. And so I went to um, a passage of scripture that I, that I have found to be a soul uh, encouragement in the old Testament for us who pray unto the Lord um, on a regular basis. And um, so uh, I went to Psalm 40 and um, I, I came to this. Sorry. Um, starting with verse one, it says, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me and he heard my cry. He brought me out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, set my feet upon a rock established my steps. He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many will see it in fear and will trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust and does not respect the proud, nor such as turn aside to a lies. Here's the profound verse. Many are, O Lord, my God. Many are your wonderful works, which you have done. Many are your wonderful works, which you have done. I think sometimes we forget the fact in, when we pray that part of the essence of prayer is the waiting patiently upon the Lord and the understanding, because we come to the Lord with a request. And if you're like me, I want it today. I want it right now. I want it this hour. And yet there is a delight in the Lord that the Lord has for those who wait patiently for the Lord. And yes, I honestly get irritated over waiting patiently, okay? But understanding, God, you have your timing. I don't know that timing, but I want you to know I love you. I want your kingdom to be extended. I'm going to wait here, and I'm going to wait here, and I'm going to wait here. And what I love about that, that verse one that it says is, I waited patiently for, and, and this is, and he inclined unto me. The divine promise that you you pray to me, I will be inclined unto you. That is the trust. That's the that's the promise that we have from God. That's the the, the faith that's within our hearts. That if we speak to our God, He is so good that He will incline unto us and He will hear our cry. We cannot we cannot let the evil one come up and say, "Well, you've been praying this for 10, 15, 20 years." Hey, it's, it may, I've been praying for a prayer request for my brother for salvation for over 55 years. Okay. But I will tell you, the Lord has inclined unto me. The Lord has heard. He will. He will do mighty. And what he says in verse 5, he will do wonderful works. He will do wonderful works. And so as we come to this, this time of the year, let our hearts be raised up with joy and rejoicing that we have a God who listens to his people and not only listens to his people, but he does wonderful works for his people because they have requested it of him and he hears us. Let your Sunday morning response to the Lord. Be filled with, thank you, God, for hearing us. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for inclining to us. 
because this is not our home. When we all pass, this is not our home. We will go see Jesus and we'll spend all of our eternity worshiping and praising the Lord for the prayers that he answered years before, years before. I, I believe that when we ask to the Lord um, a certain request, that that begins a date. And the Lord uses that to saying, I want you to say, I will answer this prayer. It may be after we're gone and with him, but I will answer this prayer, maybe end of the second and third generation. Why? Because my child called out to me and I will answer my child. So I, I, wanna, I want to, for all of us to be reminded during this time that we have a God who, according to his own integrity, listens to his children and says to us, come unto me, call unto me, and I will answer you. Hold on to that. And all of those words that come into our mind from the world, yeah, see, he hasn't answered. He didn't do it today. Use that faith that God gives to you and say, my God hears my voice because he's a good God. And let's rejoice in this Easter that the greatest act of the Lord God in the resurrection, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that he said to us, I hear your need, and I will answer it. And I answer it on the level of the smiting of the shepherd. Even though the sheep are scattered, I will draw them in and again, and they will meet with me. I will be their God, and they will be my people. Let us rejoice in that this Easter.